0: Patrick Mahomes is second. Quarterback. Oh. San Diego Chargers select Eli Manning, quarterback, Mississippi.
1: Ozzy Newsom, even though this is his last draft, he's trying to get ahead of the curve, something he's done throughout his
0: career.
2: My family was there. We were all excited. And thank God I got, I got picked here.
1: What's going on, everybody? I am Josh Taylor, host of the Draft Takeover podcast here on the Takeover Sports Network, and oh boy, has it been a crazy free agency period! And if there is anything that messes with the NFL draft, it is absolutely free agency, and we've got a ton of moves to break down for y'all. And we have the notifications on just in case anything happens. That's my luck. I always like talk about something, and then as soon as I get done recording, something happens yep. afterwards. So. But we have three guys here with their phones on. I, I can be like, <laughs> I'll be game report. We got Adam Schefter and then uh, Garofalo over there. Uh, is my guy Manny. But guys, like I said, I got two guests joining me. Guys, I've known for what almost three years now. We've been chopping up in the off season, yep. which is 100%. crazy. I mean, back yep. to like the live draft show, and then me and Manny's talking about some draft yeah. guys like Cam Curl when we first got him. Yes, sir. Just, that is awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's crazy. <clears throat> it, time flies. But like I said, uh, these guys. You've seen them all over Twitter, so they probably don't need an introduction. But still, Manny Chakuba, host of the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. Like I said, he's been in the game for a while. He's a hurting Lakers fan, but we're not going to talk about that tonight (laughs) because it's free agency period. And George Carmi down there, he covers uh, the Washington Commanders with Full Press Commanders. He does his podcast. He does writing articles, puts out a lot of great content. But, guys, I appreciate you all coming on. So, first off, obviously the most important position – in the NFL's quarterback. So, we had the rush trade. We had Roger State. Tom Brady retired. Tom Brady came back. You know, there's still a couple things going. Where's Baker going to go? Where's Deshaun mm-hmm. going? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Buccaneers for a second because I don't think a lot of people really expected Tom Brady to come back the way he did. It was quick. I mean, right. it's like an awkward exit that, you know, they said we're going to leave the door open. But my question is, you know, like I said, Tom Brady <clears> back. They, they bring back uh, Carlton Davis, Ryan Jensen, Perryman, godwin's coming back it looks like gronk's gonna come back you know the bills signed um oj howard that was kind of like a rumor that he might go to the bills but obviously as soon as brady comes back he's the hot name to stay are you comfortable saying and i'll start with you know jump in whoever doesn't matter are you comfortable saying that the bucks right now are likely the favorites in the nfc or are you still with the rams right now
0: hmm go ahead or when we do it you go ahead you go ahead so in the NFC, that's huge. So obviously, you know, up there and up north in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers has something to say about something, too. Right. He's definitely a really great quarterback, hump, That's mm-hmm. true. He was a one and down in the playoffs. That's, for, that's definitely for sure. They do have the easiest path, though, I would say, though. The NFC South, is that really intimidating to me right now? Um, you know, we see the Saints constantly trying to get under the um, salary cap and, you know, releasing players Somehow and restructuring do. people. <laughs> <laughs> they went from over the cap by, like, I think it was two days ago, $6 million to under $80 million over the past, like, 24 hours, 48 hours. So it's crazy that what they're doing. Wild. But they still don't have a legit quarterback right now. We don't know what they're gonna do there. Um, the Falcons, they have holes all across the board. Um, we don't really know what's gonna happen there. You know, Matt Ryan is you know, at the twilight of his career. We're seeing some deficits. Um, Cordell Patterson is you know, mm-hmm. he's a free agent right now. Calvin Ridley is probably betting on DraftKings currently as we speak right now, so he's not on the I league am anymore. Too, so I can't say <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're Our starting basketball. to see yeah, so we're starting to see that. And the Panthers, you know, it's a Sam Darnold experiment wasn't really a great one last year mm-hmm. either. So the South definitely leaves the wide open path to rewinning the division again. So I do see Tampa Bay being a contender in the NFC. But as you said, you know, the Rams, man, they just keep reloading. Um, they have that um attack success mentality that Sean McVay kind of brings down to them and kind of preaches to them. And we're starting to see that they are pretty um, you know, they are pretty explosive. So I do think for me, um, I don't know, like for me, Aaron Rodgers always impresses me. And until Aaron Rodgers basically falls off a cliff, I think he's going to be the – I do kind of put them in number one seed. Um, The Rams, they might have been a flash in the pan. We'll see what happens. But I do see the the Buccaneers causing some noise in the NFC this year.
2: What do you think, Manny? Well, (laughs) the Bucs, they got back Tom Brady. But at the end of the day, they still have a lot of holes. They have a lot of holes with Godwin. What happens with him? Mm. You know, is he fully healthy? Um, What happens with Gronkowski? We all know he's coming back, but just in case he does not come back, is Cameron Braid enough? When you look at the Saints, that's a team that nobody's talking about. Literally, they they are a quarterback away, maybe a couple weapons. They're a quarterback yeah, always beat up on Brady, right? Mm-hmm. They always, exactly. So <laughs> so it's not going to be as easy as he as people think. But when you look at the Green Bay uh um, Green Bay Packers and the Bucks, they're supposedly. They're supposed to be the favorites, right? Mm -hmm. The Rams have lost a lot of guys that they probably can't re-sign. But I think there's going to be a sleeper team that comes out of nowhere and everybody's like, who the heck is that? You know, it was the Cardinals for the first half of the season. Everybody was talking about the Cardinals possibly going to the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to anoint Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers just yet. I think a sleeper team comes out of nowhere. Maybe from the NFC East? Maybe Washington. Maybe Washington? We don't know. We don't know. So
1: let's see what happens. We'll leave leave our bias out of it. I mean, like, I think we have a chance of winning the East. The Cowboys might be my loser. I'll talk about that later of free agency. But, I mean, the door is wide open. And like I said, with the South, obviously the big wild card is Deshaun Watson. If he comes right. in, that's just a giant grenade because we've saw like we saw what he did with nothing. Like he led the NFL in passing his last year of playing with absolutely no weapons. Like I only really think Fuller was there at the time. Like I just remember all these wild games, like that one. I think it was like a Monday Night game him against the Saints. They were just going back and forth. He was doing everything he could by himself to win these games. So I think mm-hmm. that would obviously be the giant bomb that drops on it. But for me, I'm I'm still looking at the Rams. Yeah, you know we'll talk about Von Miller and all these guys leaving, but they still have Matt Stafford. They still have you know Cooper Cup. This explosive offense. I think Odell stays there just because that's where he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. But like you said, maybe a team comes out of nowhere um, in the NFC to really reign supreme. But I think we're comfortable saying that the favorites in the AFC right now are the Buffalo Bills. Mm. We've, we've seen yes. we've seen the Chiefs <laughs> take a step back. We've seen, you know, the Bengals take a step forward. We've seen all these, you know, middle tier AFC guys, and then just everyone in the AFC West is probably going to beat up on each other. But the Buffalo Bills, what they're doing right now is insane. Like I said, Von Miller, O.G. Howard, um, they got uh, Shack Mason for fifth from the Patriots. Uh, McKenzie stayed. Oh no, Shack Shack Mason went to the uh, Buccaneers. My bad on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got settled. They got McKenzie to stay. Uh, Daquan Jones. Like I said, O.J. Howard, every hole that they've had on their team, it seems like they've filled it already, and they're not mm-hmm. even to the draft yet. Like They yep. still have so many draft picks that they can use this exactly. offseason to build even better, and they have their quarterback. It must mm-hmm. be nice to have this quarterback <laughs> in place for the future, be like, hey, we don't have to worry about that. We're just going to get some guys in place, maybe draft <laughs> another you know, dominant wide receiver to go off. Yeah, why not? Just throw already. them in
0: there.
2: Yeah, Yeah, we'll just –
1: we'll get like Chris Olave (laughs) and Stefan Diggs. and they're just going to run routes whenever everybody in the AFC. Do you think they're right now the favorites or do you think the Chiefs have a shot with their offense? You know, that was a weird overtime game. I'm not going to base it off of one game. But still, I I think with the Bills' defense right now and the Chiefs' defense, question marks, Tyron Matthew, I know they got Reed (laughs) stuff like that. But do you think the Bills are just that far ahead right now in the AFC? I
2: agree. I think when you look at the Bills, like Josh Allen hasn't gotten that big money yet, right? Or has
0: he? He did, actually. I pretty tried to oh, he his did. contract. Yeah, I'll double check right now. Well, for right
2: what? for right now's market, it's, like, cheap.
0: Right. So yeah.
2: you have him. You have Gabriel Davis that you found in, what, the fourth to sixth round? I don't even know where he went. Out of UCF. That,
1: yeah, just came out of nowhere.
2: Monster game. Now you add another young wide receiver for the cheap duty draft. And what happens if they get a top-tier running back? Let's say uh, Kenneth Walker or Isaiah Spiller. Mm. What happens then? Because all they're really missing is just an extra punch. Yeah, not McKissick. McKissick said <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry. But, but really, they just need maybe one more wide receiver, one more running back, and this team will be virtually unstoppable. That defense, that defensive line, have you seen it? They like to rotate guys in and out. And I, I'm telling you, all the Buffalo Bills are just so far ahead over any team in the AFC, and it's not
0: even close. I'm kind of in the same ballpark with you. I definitely I love what the Buffalo Bills are doing. Um, one of my favorite games of this year, I mean, I'm sure you guys feel the same way, was that, what, the divisional matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills when they were just going toe-to-toe and it's Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes versus, um, you know, versus Josh Allen. And he was kind of, uh, Josh Allen's such a, one of my favorite players to watch. I'm sure you guys kind of feel the same way. Two of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. I love watching um, Josh Allen. I love watching Kyler Murray. Believe it or not, it's kind of fun. He's just small and quick, and it's kind of like dynamic and kind of yeah. interesting to keep an eye on. But um, you know, Josh Allen can do it all. And over the last two years, the Bills are twenty-four yeah. and nine. Um, they basically were in the AFC Championship two years ago. They were thirteen mm-hmm. seconds away from doing it again. Yeah. They're knocking on the door, and I just think like as Josh came in, they're in a deadly, They're in a very like deadly, very up. You know a. A, prime spot for them to be successful mm-hmm. because they're walking in with basically a pretty sound base. They don't really have to do anything. They just have to so basically right. take the best player available and mm-hmm. just keep adding on to it. And in a deep wide receiver class, they might get someone pretty strong late in this first round and just add on to that. and you know you're having OJ Howard now, and you know maybe you know they already had um with Dawson um, Knox before, already had him, and now they have Stefan Diggs and are just gonna they just have a lot of weapons. so you know you could, yeah. It could be very, it's very feasible for them to get maybe the best running back off the board in the late 20s with their selection, right? Or a really great wide receiver, Ooh. and to become very elite. Is there a ding ding? Is there an alert? Yeah, <laughs> man. What got. Uh, what's going Chris on? Is
2: Godwin 60 million dollars for three years? So they got the deal done before the um, you know. So they got a long-term, they short-term, time, long-term huh? deal done. Yeah, for yeah, Tampa, so 60 yeah. million pick. for three years. It's not mm-hmm. it. Cool. Yeah, but,
1: but I agree with you. I mean, just thinking what if they get Drake London in the mm. first round, the yeah. only the, their main concern right now is corner. Mm-hmm. You know, Levi Wallace, one of my favorite guys, walk on to Alabama, undrafted free agent, was a great mm-hmm. addition for them. He's at the Steelers now, he's getting paid. That mm-hmm. was a need already, needing a corner. So I, I think first second round, there's pretty good corner depth uh too. But yeah. I've been having like Trip McDuffie out of Washington, that's been my landing spot for a while now. It's going to Buffalo because he needed a corner so bad. But they mm-hmm. just add like a, a good outside corner. Like I think they're set. And then like I said, it's a luxury having the wide receiver core that they have in the, the weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. And then just adding one, another one like that to right. me, that that's not fair. And you have Josh Allen, So <laughs> I think they're the clear cut favorites right now. Uh, My buddy at work is from Buffalo. He was, he was at the Titans game. He was like, he sent me a video of him, like jumped to the table. I, I love the <laughs> fan base. I love everything they do, but uh King Henry ran all over him that game. Not going to bring that up in case he watches. (laughs) But the team that showed a little bit of promise last year beating the Buffalo Bills is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They get rid of all the toxic, you know, coaching and the organization. They're set on building around Trevor Lawrence, and they are the big spinners. They go out and get Zay Jones, Christian Kirk to a huge contract. Um, Evan Ingram out of the Giants, you know, might put him in the slot. They'll use him as tight end as well. Uh, they tagged Cam Robinson to help out in the, at the tackle spot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, took Brandon Sheriff away from Washington. Uh, Darius Williams, a corner, bringing him back home to Jacksonville and then adding some more defensive pieces. My question is Is this too aggressive and just kind of like, hey, we have all this cap? We just need to go get good players. Or do you see kind of a plan to this and be like, hey, I like this fit? You know, DJ Charky went to the Lions. They're you know, still probably in that market for wide receivers. I know Marvin Jones Junior is there. He's mm-hmm. some, someone I've liked for a while. Um, but do you think this has been smart spending or just kind of like splurge? Like you know, when you just got your taxes back, you're like, all
2: right, what can I what can I buy?
0: Just happened to me the other day. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, for me, this reminds me of like the NBA. Let's take your Memphis Grizzlies for an example, right? You're in the lottery so many years, right? Lottery, lottery, lottery. You have so many young players, right? So with the contracts being so low, you have all this cap. It's now time to start adding the Steven Adams. You start to add these vets that can come in and have a role. It might not be a superstar role, but it might be a role. And then with your draft picks, you got to mix it up. And then hopefully they were smart enough to make these contracts to where you can get out of it in two years just in case it doesn't work. Most of them
1: probably. I, I guarantee you the Kirk one probably is. I'd say most contracts that are like four years, five years, yeah. they are signed mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. are like all voidable after the second or third year,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And the Kirk one was kind of confusing to me because he wasn't the best receiver out there, mm-hmm. but he probably fits what they're trying to do. So in order for players to, to go to trash teams, you have to overpay. And we all know because we're Washington fans. That's the
0: only thing. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the only thing. When you have
2: that cap, you got to use it. And I saw a crazy stat the other day. <clears throat> they said that the last five teams to spend the most actually had a winning record or actually made a drastic improvement. So eh, I don't know if it happens this year with uh, with the Jags, but they're on to something special. And if they hit on a lot of these free agent uh, signings, they can possibly be a fringe 500 teams, seven to eight win type team.
1: Yeah, I actually like Christian Kirk too. Like, I, you know, I was watching his tapes he played inside a lot, but then as soon as Hopkins went down, they put him outside and they put mm-hmm. Rondell Moore in the slot. Mm-hmm. And he did very well outside for his size, which is very surprising. But he's right. just a physical guy, but he still has that speed, the twitch, and the ability to get yards after the catch. What were you gonna say, George? I'm
0: just saying, you know, I I do think they overspent. I think they kind of overreached and overpaid for players. Like Zay Jones was pretty expensive. Christian Kirk was yeah. pretty expensive. You know, they also added Evan Ingram as well. But I think that um it was a necessary cost because they have to build around. Trevor Lawrence, right? This exactly. is basically a fork yeah. in the road. Um, Trevor Lawrence had a disappointing year last year. He had 12 touchdowns and 17 picks. Um, he didn't really look like the guy that was the generational talent that we always talk about him to, to the next level. So I think what they did was kind of wise because, you know, they overspent, but at the same time, they're just kind of throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks, right? We know the NFL, the salary cap is malleable. You can always change it and kind of bend it as you may, maybe trade a couple pieces down the road, but they have to see what they have in the team, right? With Trevor Lawrence, he has another disappointing year. You're going to start hearing those whispers of him being a boss. I, I don't think it's going, even going to go that route, no. but I just think you have to kind of like build around him to give they're him some it. confidence to get it going, right? So if you notice, a lot of the acquisitions were on offense, you know, the they franchise tagged their tackle, they got an all pro right guard two wide receivers and a tight end they're just trying to build around him to make sure that it's pretty comfortable and they're gonna add number one pick they're probably gonna add another office you know an awesome edge player apparently number one overall and basically kind of solidify the interior of their team so it you know it was you know maybe it was overspending but as mandy mentioned you have to spend at some point in your life right you can't just sit there with all the money what's it gonna do if you just sitting there in the bank so you might as well give it a shot and i think in a couple of years the team's gonna change some of these guys are gonna stick somebody's gonna walk but let's give it a shot see what happens
1: yeah, that was my question. Is I've had Evan Neal being the number one overall pick, and then they throw mm-hmm. this giant, you know, wrench mm-hmm. in there. I'm yeah. Not saying that you know Sheriff fills that tackle spot because he's a he's a guard. Yeah. Evan Neal still plays tackle, but you have Cam Robinson on the tag. Mm-hmm. You're paying a good chunk for Sheriff. Mm-hmm. Do you go outside edge guy? Do you throw it at you know Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, whoever you want? Likely mm-hmm. Hutchinson. Yeah. Or do you do you spend another you know premium for number one overall pick? on that line now that you've got some offensive weapons are you kind of like hey we can add on defense you know we have to get to the quarterback still like that's important were, were you in that you know in that little realm uh manny are you, are you drafting an edge guy or are you saying hey get another offensive line the more the better for trevor
2: like i'm going offense because you want to make trevor as successful as he can be and that means protecting him that means yeah. they got an extra tight end they got a receiver you got to put weapons around these guys if you look at all the young quarterbacks out there including josh allen What did they do? They invested in the offense. They invested Patrick Mahomes. They invested for all these guys. So why not Trevor Lawrence? If you draft a quarterback that's supposed to be the franchise, you know, and you drafted this guy high. Number one, he's supposed to change your franchise around. you got to put the talent around him. You know, they tried that for Baker Mayfield. It didn't really work. (laughs) But you want to put them in the best position possible. That means the best offensive line. Right, the best uh, uh uh wide receivers, if you can, the best running backs and just the best weapons. So I think if they're smart enough, they should go offensive line. Had Joe Burrow gotten Panay Sewell, and then maybe you get another. I know look, Jamar <laughs> Chase, look, look, look. look Chase is the beast. You're good, we're good. Jamar Chase is special. There's no yeah. doubts about that. But mm-hmm. they already had two really good, not Jamar Chase level receivers, but I mean, we all saw in the Super Bowl.
1: Higgins Boyd, Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is maybe
2: if he had just a little bit more protection, maybe they win, but they don't get there probably without Jamar Chase. So it's like, it's like, what do you do? At the end of the day, they did something to help their young quarterback. So that's all I'm saying. You got to continue to add to that offense. And
1: I agree. And I in the Jacksonville had a good defense last year. Like I know they lost some guys. You know, Miles Jack going to Pittsburgh, which I think is a great fit, by the way. Like mm-hmm. you remember that Bills game? It was like what nine six or something like that. Like it was low mm-hmm. scoring. They had a you know solid defense all season. Yes, they just didn't have the offense. You know, Robinson's not getting snaps. Urban Meyer has no idea what he's doing on offense. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence just doesn't look like he's progressing how he should. So I think. You have to invest. You know, this isn't like an all-in what the Rams did, but this is like an all-in for a bad team with a lot of cap space, something the Colts need to wake up and do because they've got a ton of money. Um, But still, like I said, invest. But this is a quarterback league, and you have to get guys who, you know, get after the quarterbacks. I seem like today that was the main topic of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, pass rushers, guys who are going to get to the quarterbacks. Obviously, the AFC West is just insane. (laughs) I would hate to be a quarterback out there. (laughs) But it started with Randy Gregory. You know, saying he's coming back to Dallas, and then Dallas like, well, you know, actually, we don't have enough money. This we're, and he said they changed the number afterwards, and then that's oh, what wow. made him say, "I well, didn't hey, catch no. that. Interesting." Yeah, they said they changed the number slightly, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to Denver for what y'all originally said." Um, mm-hmm. I was like, "What five years, seventy million, some outrageous?" Um, yeah, five seventy. So he goes over to Denver. Like I said, the AFC West is loaded. Obviously, Raiders sign Crosby to a long-term deal. Chandler Jones joins him, which is just an insane duo. Then yeah. you have uh, Yannick uh, Ngakwe. He's headed over to the Colts. The Chargers get Khalil Mack to pair up with Bosa. Which which duo right now are you kind of all in on? Is it Bosa, Khalil Mack? Is it Crosby and Chandler Jones? Or w- which, which duo do you like the most in a stacked AFC West?
0: Oh man, I mean both of those are fantastic, right? It's a win win regardless of what it is, right? That's
1: what we thought like Chase Chase Young and Montez Sweat were gonna be. Yeah, hundred percent. I wish they were today. like that.
0: Actually, <laughs> um, the easy answer would would be Bosa and um, Khalil Mack, but I think the correct mm-hmm. answer is going to be Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. I think I, I mean, Crosby's kind of slept on a little bit. Dude, you freaking he he puts in that work and he's he's a grinder. And he's kind of a uh, mm-hmm. has that extra gear and he's willing to kind of push through things. So I do like that a lot. Uh, if Chandler Jones can have that big breakout, like seventeen, twenty sack of years that he's capable of doing, maybe mm-hmm. something intriguing to get going. It's actually be pretty fun to watch. I mean. I think the AFC West is must see TV. I'm looking forward to that all prime time all fall, but um, it's going to be awesome regardless. Uh, but you know, Joey Bosa has been putting in that work. But um, basically, um, sorry, Nick Bosa, sorry, Joe, it was, it's yeah, Nick Joey. Bosa. Joey, sorry, okay. Yeah, yeah. But basically, Khalil Mack kind of took a step back a little bit, so I do think that I'm kind of favoring the Raiders right now.
1: <clears throat> what do you think, Manny? I mean, you've got w- Herbert <laughs> Carr. Russ comes over and then you have Mahomes.
2: They're just going to get beat up. Who survived? The difference in that in that division is going to be who gets to the quarterback. And Mm. I like the Mac and Bosa pairing, just for the simple fact who is surrounded around Mac and Bosa. Derwin James just gets to just be a man. That's true. Look, he's going to come in on third Mm, downs and and pass rush. You know what I'm saying? He he can cover. What can he do? He's going to be out there flying around. So I just think with Derwin James. And they're still going to add some more weapons defensively. I mean, Jordan I just Davis? like. Huh?
1: Can you imagine Jordan Davis in the middle of a line? Ooh.
2: That'd be Point solid, man. Gap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, those two are coming off the edges.
2: Look, and they, they said they're looking for a run-stuffing defensive tackle. They're just looking for a defensive tackle, period. You know, hey, we I think have Jordan' Detroit, if they want to, you know, send us a nice little first-round pick. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, we obviously can't do that now. But, yeah, yeah I just like that. Yeah, uh,
1: Nick I like Kenneth Murray, uh, too. Kenneth Maria linebacker. Ooh, I think yeah, that would
0: be solid yeah. too for J. sure. JC
1: Jackson. If you get rid of the ball, JC Jackson. Oh, I forgot they had JC
0: Jackson and now too. They're stacked. Yeah, the Chargers that's are gonna be a lot of fun to watch this know. year. Yeah, I, I, it's like so crazy. I forgot Jackson. about that. It's it's, that's a stacked division. That's awesome. And then, like and like I I said, don't they have a uh, don't they have Samuel too?
1: Yeah, Sante Samuel oh, Jr. Oh, Man,
2: it's over.
1: Another young ball hawk guy. I mean be so
2: much fun to watch. Like
1: I said, if they just get because that was the one thing they struggled with is getting the ball ran on them so much last year. Grinding the clock out, like grinding the clock out, uh, you know not getting on the field to do what they want to do on offense. Mm-hmm, they got mm-hmm. Mike Williams coming back. That was a big thing. A lot of people are like, oh, he's definitely mm-hmm. gone. He's going to go get the bag somewhere else. He stays. Mm-hmm. like I think – I don't know. This might be a hot, a hot take, but I think the Chargers are my favorite right now. I, I, I don't have. think we've seen enough. You know, We don't know what Russ and, and the Broncos are going to look like. I like their the offensive weapons. True. Love Russ. I'm rooting for him. I hope they win the division, but right now the Chargers might be my favorite. The Chargers, they're
2: sexy. But, pack I have a nice for sure. yeah. The Chargers were my favorites until about a few hours ago. oh Until Von Miller came to, you know, um, where did Von Miller go? To to, uh, Buffalo. Yeah. So I had the Chargers as the favorites until the Von Miller thing. So I'm right there with you, Josh. I think.
1: Chargers are,
0: are stacked. Offensive. I think offensive AFC Championship is going to be... be Chargers Bills, and that's going to be, mm, wild. It'll be a fun game to watch. Be <laughs>
1: awesome. It'll be so much fun. That's While we're I stuck good. in the boring NFC. <laughs> I
0: know. The, NFC. the Broncos are, are kind of fun too. I don't think they're going to be at that level. Like I'd love for that to happen. I think Russell Wilson. Even though I do love him, I do think he is. He's like eighty mm. percent of what he was in prime Wilson. He's you know not necessarily all the way there. Um, but it's going to be fun watching Jerry Judy finally take a step forward because he hasn't yeah. had a real competent quarterback mm. for a long time. And I love Javante Williams, man. He's been. A lot of yeah. fun to watch. He's, he's definitely mm-hmm. a running back. This it's a power back to kind of keep an eye on. So it'll be cool. Gordon but comes
1: back. That's like another mm-hmm.
0: well, a you know, little little wrinkle, little element right there for sure. So and yeah, it's, just gonna be, it's gonna be fun. What's he got, I man? Hey, don't sleep on Melvin Gordon. Yeah, this guy just a good continues to
2: Produce as old as he is, and he's a decent pass catching. Running back, I mean. Oh, Russell, for sure. He he's he's nice. good in
0: that complementary role too. It's like a mm-hmm. thunder and lightning with the Javante yep. Williams, Melvin Gordon. It's awesome. Yep. Really it's I like that last nice. really Good out there. It'll be good. So let's, yes, let's keep it in the <clears throat>
1: AFC. Let's talk about the AFC North. Big wild card mm-hmm. here. Big question mark. <laughs> it's been the Steeler for so long. Bengals come out of nowhere. Head over to the Super Bowl. We don't know if they're going to keep this hot streak going. Obviously, you know, Burrow, Chase are going to do what they do. I think that's the biggest question this year is can they keep that going? Like, like you said, you know, was it you know, kind of like the Rams? Was it just like a one year kind of? You know, not a wonder thing, but they're building the right way. But still, to get to the Super Bowl, it's not easy. And now they have to compete with a bunch of other teams in the AFC that are getting better. But my attention goes to the Browns, who are under a ton of you know heat right now. <laughs> Obviously, with Baker Mayfield. But they get Amari Cooper. They lose Jarvis Landry. You know, they get rid of uh, Hooper. They got some question marks mm-hmm. there. They, they might be in the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. We don't know. Apparently, they're one of the teams that he's met with. But how do you think that the Browns have done this offseason just, you know, handling these situations with Baker coming out yesterday with his statement that, but it's like a high school breakup letter, essentially. <laughs> Putting his full name <laughs> in it, like, yeah, well, I forgot what his middle name was. It was a weird Reagan, Baker. But Reagan. That's a weird <laughs> middle name. Yeah, um, real but name. still, it just it felt like a breakup letter. And even if they don't get Watson, it sounds like he's gone. Yeah. So, like, say they don't get Watson and Baker's gone. Are you going with Case Keenum? Are you like in the Jimmy G sweepstakes? Like, what's going on with Cleveland? And, like, how do you think they've handled this whole offseason so far?
2: Go ahead. Okay. I think it's been awful. Like, yeah, with the whole Baker thing, like, if you knew he wasn't your guy, you should have had yeah. some kind of plan. And uh-huh. I don't see drafting somebody in your future. I, I just don't see any quarterback coming in from a draft that's <clears> just going to help them to maintain that high level of play. So then you're looking at the Marcus Mariota's of the world. You're looking Mm. at the Jimmy G's of the world. And it's going to cost you. If they know you need a quarterback, it's going to cost the first round pick just to get Jimmy G. I mean, then you're looking at Jameis Winston. I mean, I don't know, man. It's going to – it can go from good to ugly. Because if you're going from Baker Mayfield to Winston, no knock on Winston. He has the arm. But then does he fit what they like to do? So it's just all about can you find that quarterback? But at least it's not risky, right? So – Uh, (laughs) I don't know what the Browns could be worse
0: yeah the Browns, I feel like, are one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL, and it's kind of hard to say that because like, you, I guess everyone has different – yeah, everyone has different expectations about the Browns, and they've kind of been like a middling team for dozens of years. But at the same time, they're stacked, man. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, uh, Joke, they had, you know, Jeremiah Owusu-Karmoa. Mm-hmm. They have Miles Garrett. Yeah, they yeah, had Chubb. They have an awesome t- um, offensive line. They had um, Beckham at one point with Landry. Yep. They, and, yep. you know Dana have P- on um, People's Jones. They I just had a bunch thinner, of good players.
1: Tretter, I mean – They've not a lot of questionable- yeah, yeah,
0: there's a lot of good players. The missing component was Baker Mayfield and Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield basically um just couldn't rise to the occasion. Um I think, you know, as many mentioned, I think this uh, the the communication and the organization really isn't that strong like mm-hmm. clearly Baker Mayfield feels wrong for one reason or another and even if he does come back, he's going to be like emotionally scarred. He's not ready to take over the team and lead the team. He doesn't have that full confidence yeah. behind him. Um I do think that, you know, I got the sense it's gonna be either like a low level, like in you know, a Mariota coming over there, or maybe Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that coming over mm-hmm. to kind of like have a stability, or they might be like the little um some sort of three team trade with Watson or something like that to kind of throw a body over there. Matt Ryan goes there somehow. So something weird uh, happens in that regard. But oh, um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know what to say it's not nothing impressive at all either. Mm-hmm. So I think the Browns have spent um they're falling further behind. Their window closed. They had that window of basically being, you know, they went all in. They were getting these big free agents, and they yep. thought they could compete with the Steelers and the Ravens. They're starting to fall back a little bit, and the Bengals came out of nowhere. They went on that fast track they the all in to the top. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the Bengals is the front seed in that division. I think the Ravens are probably number two, and then Steelers and the Browns. So that's kind of where the AFC like North the is sitting right now. Yeah, exactly. I agree.
1: I mean, <clears throat> I thought things were going to go well when they got Cooper for what they did. Like, especially mm-hmm. like we've seen, you know, like I said, Christian Kirk's contract. We saw these guys getting paid and like trade compensation. Like, man, they got him for like what a fifth? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Amari yeah. Cooper. Like, <laughs> I know they right. got a a good wide receiver one to help out. You know, a stale offensive, offensive mm-hmm. offensive-minded coach, but they just did not show it on the field. Yep. I think Baker goes to the Colts. Um, he he came I'm out and said definitely that. that's one of his mm-hmm. you know places he prefers. Not sure why. Maybe just he just hopes they run the ball three times a game. Right, right, and Taylor, right. And he's got a really good offensive line. Um, But then I just – I don't see Watson going to the Browns. I think it's one of the <sighs> NFC South teams. But then, like that. you said, is it Jimmy mm-hmm. G, whose market is really low right now? I mean, I've been talking with my guy from the 49ers, and he's like, yeah, Jimmy G – Like, purposely has been, you know, hurting his value because he wants to decide where he goes to, but he doesn't care what the 49ers get in return. So it's like Colts Browns pretty much for Jimmy G. He's not going to Seattle. They're not going to trade him in the division, obviously. Mm. And Jimmy
0: G's injury basically just set everyone up. That was a bad decision for everybody, right? The 49ers wanted to trade him. He wanted a big contract. Being injured kind of ruined the whole timetable right there. It was awful for everybody.
1: Yeah, they said he'll be back by, like, July 4th, which Mm -hmm. still, it's just not a lot of time. Like, hey, guys, (laughs) training camp's right around the corner. (laughs) We've got a brand-new team, new offensive (laughs) scheme. Like, go ahead and meet everybody. You're just doing Zoom calls for months, apparently. Go ahead.
2: So I have a question. So if the Colts are moving from Carson Wentz, right, and they want to upgrade, is Baker Mayfield really an upgrade? And then if you're going from Baker Mayfield to Jimmy Garoppolo, is Jimmy Garoppolo really an upgrade? So it's like, it's, it seems like it's two teams that have somewhat lied to everybody. Hey, we want this and we want that. And then you're not getting this or that. So like, what's going on? I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I was going to say, go, go ahead. Go ahead Josh. Well, I, I was going to real quick. I think they're like on the same tier of quarterbacks, but just a different kind of quarterback. Like I think Jimmy G and Carson Wentz are pretty close. Jimmy G's a winner. I think Carson Wentz can throw the ball farther than, you know, mm-hmm. Jimmy G. I think he can now do the- more explosive plays, mm-hmm. but Jimmy just has that winning factor. Just a guy that you know people attract to that people just get behind. I think Mm -hmm. they're around the same tier, but they're different quarterbacks.
0: I think if you marry the two, they'd be the perfect quarterback. I agree with Josh, (laughs) right? I think, (laughs) I think, I think Garoppolo is basically that that charismatic leader. I -hmm. think he walks in the locker room, and makes you feel special when he talks to you. And you basically like people want to gravitate towards him. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand of Carson Wentz, that's the complete opposite of him. I heard, um, from what I've heard and kind of read, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz has like, like really strong convictions. Like he is a very smart individual, like 40, he had a score to 40 on his one-book mm-hmm. score, very bright. Um, I heard when he was d- going through the whole draft process with the Eagles, he just blew them away at the um, drawing boards, kind of going over planes. Mm-hmm. Like he really knows football inside and out. And I think that kind of rubs people the wrong way because he kind of thinks that he's the smartest person in the room. It kind of gives off that arrogance where people kind of like are like, hey, I'm not really buying into that. Um, in regard to athletic profiles, I think Wentz blows Garoppolo out of the water. Like I think Mm. I'm I'm high on Wentz athletically. I think he was 6'5, runs 4'6. He -hmm. can launch the ball, he's smart. Mm -hmm. He started 85 games. I do think he has the potential to be a really good quarterback. I just hope that he takes to coaching. And I think, you know, I hope that he buys into our system. And I hope Scott Turner works with him because I do see potential. I do see the window. I can see him being like a you know. Uh, 13th to 15th ranked quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. put up 27 touchdowns, something like that. And if we can do that, that's that's something we haven't had in a very long time in D.C. So I'm pretty happy with that. True.
1: Well, they true. said he was like fourth in the NFL with touchdown interception ratio. What was it, like 27 and 27 seven? and seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, But like the biggest thing for me, the plays <laughs> that I hated when he was on Philadelphia is when we was like, oh, we sacked him. And he just pops <laughs> out of nowhere. Like did he just like, you know, <laughs> right, so right. like, yeah, for his size. He's like, mm-hmm. like a big frame dude who's like lengthy. So that's what impressed me the most. And like I said, I think he stretches the field a lot mm-hmm. more. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got a text, but it's Matthew.
0: Oh, to the commanders. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nah, I was checking. <laughs> you know. With- like I'm going to
1: shave my head if we get time, Matthew, just because I know there's no way we sign a big Yeah, name
0: there's name no player. way we can. Hey, I'd love to have him.
1: Since Deshaun Jackson, I was like the last big name player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen tonight. Watch. We'll get time. <laughs> but I didn't want to make it two commander because we can just – yeah, literally ramble right. on about commanders all night long but i figured we'd save the rest of them yeah. from our bias in washington <laughs> right. but i agree I, i'm excited to see what carson wentz you know brings to washington and just sitting back and looking at it all i don't think that the trade compensation was really asking for too much
2: Mm-mm. do you I all agree. think
1: that there, there's still a possibility that we restructure his contract a little bit you know before like that that real deadline to where it's like eh, carson we're gonna move a little bit to next year because you know there's like zero dead cap next year it's like what 28 mil right now mm-hmm. you know we, we freed up a lot of cap you know lane and mm-hmm. collins and all these other guys that are gone um lane and collins is june first cut but still like just freeing up this the, the space <coughs> for terry terry mclaurin's extension but it looks like there's still some room for cap do you think that not that Wentz would be willing to but do you think washington's comfortable being like hey This contract's not good. (laughs) Let's just talk about the numbers a little bit. and Let's play with math and some symbols for a little bit and and send some to next year. Do you think it's still a possibility?
2: Well, for me, the only thing that I like about this contract is that after this year, we can choose to be done with them. So I don't want anything to where we now move some money to next year. And then now you're telling me we can't sign this guy or can't extend this guy or that guy. I don't want his contract affecting anybody next year. And if it is. And let's just leave it as is. It's not like we're building to go to the Super Bowl this year. It's kind of like – it's still kind of like a wait and see. So as long as it does not affect anything next year,
0: then I'm with it. I I think the balls in Washington's court they can basically do whatever they want right I think if they do see a, an appealing free agent come out and they, they're probably going to get them then they can pull the trigger and they can restructure but there's no need to do it right now right, they, you right. Know, if there isn't anything moving if there isn't any big mm-hmm. big rock players that are coming our way they don't necessarily have to do anything the one appealing thing that, like, and I do want to kind of get across to the listeners here, is that um, if you do a signing bonus, basically it gets prorated over the length of his career. So there's three years left of his career, of his contract, right? So let's say they do, hey, I, w- I want you to do a fifteen million dollars signing bonus. It could be a five million dollars hit now, and then 2024 twenty, okay. 20 four, five million dollars really is it's a drop in the That's bucket. It isn't yeah. end of the world, right? So if they really see a big player that they want to go for, um, they you know they should go for it. I don't think they should hesitate okay. to do so. So, yeah, like so,
1: a, a guy like Bobby McCain could be off the team next year. And that's like, yeah,
0: yeah that's it's not going to hurt nobody. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to hurt nobody. Especially if we All draft
1: right. Jalen Petrie this year. Um, exactly. But there's still a lot of big name guys out there, not just for Washington, um, but still a lot of free agent names that like everyone's been like oh we've been waiting for this guy to get signed and it just hasn't happened yet uh taron armstead the tackle obviously you know tyron matthews the guy i'm looking for mm. uh, Allen robinson odell stefan gilmore dwin brown Jameis winston bob wagner there's still a lot of big name yeah. guys like these are guys that you're like drafting on in a uh, dynasty mode mad and you're like oh, man,
2: pff,
0: <laughs> yeah i'm
1: getting this guy like first <laughs> first three rounds for sure which what's your like hot take of where do you think a big-name player can go? Like, who's your prediction? For me, mine's Allen Robinson going to the Patriots.
0: Mm. I think they have the money for
1: him. I Mac Jones, he needs some wide receivers, good Lord. Like, Jacoby mm. Myers as a wide receiver one is not <laughs> ideal last year. So, I want Allen Robinson on the Patriots. I think it's a good fit. I think Mac Jones would love him. He's a bigger guy. I think he would fit really well in their offensive scheme. What do you think, Manny? Who's, like, your next big piece to fall on? Where do you think he's going?
2: Like, I agree with you with the Allen Robinson thing because, to me, he's more of a possession receiver. And the way that Mac Jones, that offense is a rhythm offense. It's uh, get the ball out of his hands, 10, 15 yards, you know, sometimes 20 yards, but it's it's perfect for him. Jacoby Myers ain't doing all that. You know, he's just a, a guy. He's just a jag. So they need that extra uh, guy. I think a guy like Bobby Wagner going to a contender, but I just don't know who. I'll have to say Rams? maybe Kansas City, Broncos. maybe the Rams. Oh god Broncos, I mean it's but (laughs) enough of the AFC West. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, Kansas City needs something. Yeah, and it might just be Bobby Wagner. I we know the Rams can afford everybody, like they can afford everybody, they can trade for everybody. But my sleeper is Bobby Wagner to the Kansas
0: City Chiefs. Oh man, interesting. Wow, okay. Interesting. That's weirder than
1: Jarvis going to the Falcons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot bigger for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of hard. So like, honestly, I haven't really dived too deep into it. I do see Bob. I, heard, I saw Russell Wilson recruiting Bobby Wagner. That's why I kind of had a little connection there. I can yeah. see him potentially going over there. Um, for a very long time, I don't know if this counts as a free agent, but for some reason or another, I get the sense that Deshaun Watson's going to go to Carolina. I, I just have a deep feeling mm-hmm. that he's going to go to the Panthers. Um, I just think that, like, I just remember reading and kind of deep diving into this, like going down a wormhole where, like, David Tepper, he's like a hedge fund stock guy. He likes to kind of roll the dice. He likes to go to that big splash. And I think that um, Deshaun Watson, being from Clemson, will be kind of the king of the Carolinas going down there, kind of uniting the fan base down there. So I do see that as a big um, – Something big and appealing. I, I could see that potentially happen. So that's kind of my mm-hmm. one little my little hedge of my bet right there.
1: It's yeah. it's interesting you say that because when I thought about the Panthers, I just think about what Cam Newton became in mm. Carolina as mm-hmm. the guy of like the city, like the quarterback. I could see them just getting behind Deshaun Watson who's gonna be, I think, a better there. than Cam mm-hmm. Newton. This isn't, you mm-hmm. know, being a hater because I'm an Alabama fan. <laughs> but I think like I just remember how like He was the face of the Panthers, but, like, he was the face of the NFL for a while, too, just because Mm -hmm. of how much that city got behind him. Same with Ron Rivera. Like, Carolina loves – I mean, still to this day loves Ron Rivera, and there's still a lot of love for Cam Booth. That's why they brought him back. They just had Mm -hmm. really bad quarterback situations last year. But it is attractive to be the face of something like that. So I think that's interesting. I think, you know, like we talked about Atlanta's big for Deshaun Watson being his area. Him and Arthur Blank are like best buddies. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely a possibility. But let's end this out. Obviously, I think we all can say that the Bills have been the winners of free agency. But outside of the Bills, who are going to win the Super Bowl next year, who is a team that's made a good splash in your opinion that just really impressed the heck out of you? Is it the Jags? Is it a sleeper? I have a sleeper team that no one's talked about yet.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, let me to go first.
1: Go ahead. I'm gonna save mine for last. It's good. Okay. I
0: kind of like <laughs> what the I like, I like what the Ravens are doing, man. Like, I, you know, I, yeah, no, that's all I was say. I'm right, bad. <laughs> I like what the Ravens are doing, man. It's kind of, I guess, being in the area, kind of keep my ear to the ground. They're definitely kind of putting things together. Um, they got this zadarius Smith. They're gonna add another edge rusher over there. Um, yeah. Marcus Williams, a strong safety, you know, is a great safety to kind of put back there to kind of patrol the back end. Um, they got Morgan Moses, so there's that, a swing tackle to kind of protect uh Lamar Jackson. Okay. And um, you know, they're gonna start. They're gonna be a good team. They got J.K. Dobbins coming back after ACL tear and um you know they might get another wide receiver to kind of add to the mix and i just think the ravens um they just do things right they're constantly building things and they might have got like another player today or two did i miss something i was at work today they got kelly's campbell or something or who they get they got like another
1: kelly's campbell is one of the free agents they they would love to bring him back uh, okay but he's still available right now but that was my team i I love the marcus williams signing Mm -hmm. um that was obviously someone we had high on our yeah. radar for Washington, mm-hmm. but bringing him in, yeah. that's something they haven't had in a while. is like a dominant safety, a young mm-hmm. guy who can just mm-hmm. flourish. You know, they've had, you know, they have really good corners. You know, Marcus Peterson, yeah, Marcus back, Peters. Marlon Humphrey. I mm-hmm. think they still add another corner. Like they're in the sauce gardener sweepstakes for the draft. Like I think they're trying to build a really good defense to stop, you know, the Bengals and all these other teams in the mm-hmm. AFC. That you know, we talked about the quarterbacks and stuff, but I think, like you said, Zadarius Smith, that was such like that. Was such a quick right like add. Which is like, hey guys, we're gonna throw this guy in there real quick. On, Just yeah. Stop talking about it. Yeah, like Zadarius right. Smith from Packers. That's it. Like right. really good signing. That's a really good signing. <laughs> it is
2: really
0: a really good quarterback.
1: signing. I mean, uh Adafe away. I'll probably butcher his name completely, but you saw them get to the quarterback last year. They have a lot of young talent, and then they mm-hmm. add Zadarius Smith and Morgan Moses, they have a need for offensive tackle. Uh, offensive line, you know. Uh, what's his name? Alejandro Villanueva retired. Mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. you know offensive line struggling right now. We know Morgan Moses really well. I yeah. think he's a solid piece. First round, they're going corner or tackle still.
0: And I saw whispers of this. I don't know what their solid cap situation is off the top of my head, but Tyron Matthew possibly going to the Ravens. Could you imagine that at all? That'd be ridiculous. Ooh, yeah, that'd Ooh, be ridiculous. Marcus <laughs> and
2: Tyron Matthew. Hey, I I'm might change
0: that. my favorites yeah. if that
2: happens. I'm gonna change my favorites again to the Ravens. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I just go. With who's getting the best players and the best fits for the teams, but the easy answer obviously is Ravens or the Bills. But I really, really, really like the aggressiveness of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not saying they make the playoffs, I just like when teams are aggressive and say, you know what, enough is enough, you know, and they go and get the best players they feel they can fit, like that, like that linebacker they got. Um, I'm not even gonna pronounce his name. I think it's four years. You got like three guys. Last, that just yeah. And playing. that guy had like over like what a hundred and what 40 tackles, 160 tackles with the with the falcons last year. Falcons, yep. And the Jags are possibly gonna be sorry. So teams are gonna be going at them. So he's gonna have a lot of tackles again. So I just like the aggressiveness of the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially when it comes to you know, like the offensive talent. I usually look at young rookie quarterbacks or young guys that are, you know, four years in or under. And I look at what is the team doing to help this young guy? And I really, really like what they did for Trevor Lawrence. And I think they continue with that template during the draft. I think they draft him a number one wide receiver in the draft that can help, you know, really, you know, help help this team to get to that next level. So, yeah, I, yeah Jacksonville Jaguars, believe it or scare not. Many,
1: scare money don't make money, and they're yes. not scared <laughs> to spend money. Now, it just depends if it turns out well or they just got a bunch of random dudes running around trying to play football That's making true. a lot of money, uh, which true. would be nice. But uh, who, who would you say has been your losers for free agency? I'm not trying to say this to be a hater, obviously, being a Washington fan. But for me, it's got to be the Cowboys. Like yeah. losing Randy Gregory after you think he's coming back. Yep. You know, a paying Michael Gallup as much as you did. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Cooper for nothing. But like I said, paying Gallup a ton after his injury. Cedric Wilson's gone. You know, exactly. you do get to keep Demarcus Lawrence. But just like offensively, they 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 didn't perform how they're supposed to. At
2: all.
1: And they're just, they lost a lot and then just invest in what they've already had there. That's not winning games for them. So for me, I think they're they're the losers right now. They haven't made any splashes to say like, hey, we're getting better. Maybe they get a Bobby Wagner, someone to just, you know, holster up that defense right. even more. Like they always Offensively, do. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just going to keep adding defense, <laughs> hoping that it's going to win games, but it's not because it's offensive league now. But losing Amari Cooper, they're depending on, you know, CD Lamb to be wide receiver one. Maybe they go wide receiver in the draft because they have to, or maybe they just think Gallup's going to come back like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of these ACL tears and just be some magical wide receiver all of a sudden. But <laughs> they, just, they just lost so much and invest in what they already had. It's not working. So, I just, I'm confused of what they, you know, went into this offseason thinking. Like, they were mm-hmm. so confident they were going to get Randy Gregory back and keep DeMarcus Lawrence and all these things. It hasn't turned out that way. So, mm-hmm. is, am I just being a Washington, you know, biased nah, by saying nah. the Cowboys aren't doing the nah. right way right now? Nah, you're in the right doing doing there. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: Agree. Nah, you're I right. agree. And I think they have like the right tackle that they're trying to trade as well. So, if you're trading all Leo these guys. Collins,
1: yeah, they might, he like, might be a. A a cut like a late release guy. Right.
2: Like, what are they doing? Like, you want to protect Dak. And honestly, Dak has not been Dak until Amari Cooper got there. You can go look at the numbers. So you take away Amari Cooper. I'm sorry, I like C D Lamb. He's pretty good, but it's not the same. But my surprise team for a team that I feel have lost in this free agency, Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. They were a team that were a quarterback away and they were not aggressive enough. I think Hmm. they settled for Trubisky. Trubisky, Dwayne Haskins, and Mason Rudolph is getting you nowhere. You can still possibly Mm -hmm. go in the draft and get a Malik Willis or Pickett, but as of right now, I don't think that they were aggressive enough for a quarterback that can help them get to that next level in terms of making the playoffs, because that's what they've been about, making the playoffs and making a push once you get into the playoffs. I don't think they have done enough to get to that kind of level this year.
0: Yeah, so um, I guess kind of going back on the Cowboys real quick. I'm not going to take that one. That's a good. That's a good selection. The Cowboys actually lost um, their window, right? They basically had this. This was the year where they were very successful and they had everyone under contract: Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb. You know, everyone's ready to go, and they lost. You know, one down the playoffs for you know to the chagrin of the NFC East. We're all happy about that. But now that we we basically see that um, you know their window is closing and they're breaking up their team, so we're going to see what happens with that long term. Mm -hmm. Me looking at something short term, I think the Seahawks. Took like a really big step back, and I know like they mm, have the big yep. trade picks and all the draft picks coming their way. But the fact that they basically gave away Russell Wilson, they got like a pretty good haul in draft picks, but no fan doesn't impress me. Shelby Harrison really impressed me too much. Drew they're Lock? solid, <laughs> yeah. Drew, Drew Locke. I mean, they're like solid, like, oh, cool, like C plus players, exactly right. And they're be, you know, they're gonna be. I mean, maybe long term they might be okay, they might get like maybe no surprise to Sean Watson or something like that. Maybe, but like right now in a stack of NFC West, they're in a deep, deep hole, and they're not gonna, they're not they're gonna be looking up for a couple years, you know, with the Rams yep. and the 49ers and the Cardinals. They're not looking too good. So um they kind of took away their area of contention and now they're out of it. So I kind of see them being kind of a you know uh, bottom dweller for a little while. Yeah <clears> I think
1: obviously adding think Diggs was huge. Mm-hmm. But that's not like a franchise altering <laughs> if you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> you get a great safety <laughs> <yeah. for> them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <He's>... <laughs> congratulations yeah. you're gonna win a lot
1: of games. Yeah,
0: exactly. Sidney Jones
1: he's good too. Uh, I like Shelby Harris but like I said it's just not enough on defense to make up of what the offense is going to look like. I think Mm -hmm. Malik Willis has to be the pick for them. In the court, yep. in the draft, if it's not, I'm highly concerned with what they're doing because, like, he he fits that Russell Wilson-esque like type of play, like mm-hmm. smaller oh, dude, you know, mobile, runs around, has a yeah. good arm, like he can stretch pretty thick field. too, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. thick built dude. Malik's thick; he's a he's a thick dude. Not <laughs> not <to> saying <laughs> anything wrong way. Two uh, seats. Yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> okay. uh, I just I, I think for them they're just in a terrible division to be rebuilding. Like you said, mm-hmm. the 49ers, they have their quarterback. Yeah. They feel really good about uh, Trey Lance. They have all these uh, pieces in place. They beat up the Rams every year. The Cardinals, and then like I said, the Rams obviously winning the Super Bowl. They're stuck in a spot where it's just ugly. Like They're just stuck yeah. in the, a, a ditch of mud, and they, they got two-wheel drive. Like They cannot exactly. get out of where yeah, they're It's going to be a so,
0: long, long haul for them. <laughs> it is
1: going to take a while. Um, but obviously there's still so much that's going to happen. I think Deshaun Watson happens the next day or two, and that'll be where I uh, give my you know reaction. I'll do a video on that, obviously, of where he's at, what fits, what they had to get rid of, how that looks, why Jarvis Landry is in Atlanta, because I still don't get that at all. Um, maybe <laughs> Julio goes back to Atlanta. Julio Jones, love him to death. One of my favorite guys met him at the uh, Charlotte airport back when they beat Michigan State in the bowl game probably the highlight cool. of my life <laughs> nervous is out and what i don't even remember what i said to him <laughs> um but maybe he goes back to atlanta who knows if, if deshaun watson goes and jarvis lander goes that'd be a fun little uh team there but yeah. we're gonna keep our eye on deshaun watson and see what happens there but guys i appreciate y'all coming on if you want to give a quick shout out of where everyone can follow your stuff on twitter and uh, keep up with the content
2: many go ahead bud all right so my name is Manny. Appreciate you for having me on. Josh had a blast. So you guys can find me talking sports with Manny on YouTube. You get all the, you know, NBA, NFL, fantasy, Lakers, Washington. You name <laughs> it. It's there. It's The buffet. Grab what you like. Throw away what you don't like. Appreciate like you, it.
0: bro. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Absolutely. I love that, Manny. Talk about the Grizzlies more and I'll, I'll be right over there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got it
0: hey yeah Josh thank you for everything I love coming on and talking to both of you guys so much fun right, all the time every single time I talk to you guys so um my name is George Carmi you can find me at g Carmy 21 I'm part of the full press coverage network you can find most of our work at full press NFL um, I write for FPC commanders and I also have a podcast there um look out for my mock draft coming out pretty soon and next week I have an article the top 10 remaining free agents that is coming out on Monday so look out for those two articles well that's
1: a good right. one there's a lot of big name free agents left like I said Alan Robinson the most Washington thing that could happen they sign Allen Robinson and don't extend Terry McLaurin.
0: I mean, that's very, that's very Washington esque. I would have
1: have PTSD for the rest of my life. Yeah, Yeah, come (laughs) on, but guys, I had a blast chopping up with y'all. And obviously, there's still a lot of free agency to uh, go on, but check out the Takeover Sports Network. We've got everything, especially with March Madness kicking off. Uh, We've got a great team of uh, guys just getting out sports content. Like I said, free agency. The MLB lockout's over. Huge uh, trades are going on with MLB. Chris Bryant's going to the Rockies. Mm -hmm. The the Braves almost tried to steal Juan Soto, which would have been depressing as uh, (laughs) a Nationals fan. Uh, Like I said, guys, check out the uh, YouTube page, subscribe, and always stay tuned. And I will see y'all for a Deshaun Watson reaction.
2: Peace out. Get it. Peace. Peace.